Hi, Margot. Hi, Sonia. Thank you for joining me for Bobby Aga Break Time. How goes it? You know, all right. <laughs> things things <laughs> sure are going. Let's just let's just take a little break and not think about the modern world or how things are falling apart. What instead should we spend some time thinking about? What's a nice little a break topic? Uh, so my little break topic for today is yet again me talking about things that pop culture makes us believe about the Middle Ages that actually aren't true. Dope. I love pop culture being wrong. Yeah. So today my, my topic is medieval cleanliness and this idea that like for a thousand years, nobody ever took a bath ever. Yeah. Well, but that's true, Sonia. People were dirty little stink goblins. Yeah. They definitely <laughs> had like superhuman bodies that just didn't need to be cleaned. And uh, that just didn't result in horrific infections and death all the time. Humans were the only species on the planet of like multi-celled animals that didn't need to clean themselves. Yeah, no, like you could just be <laughs> filthy and disgusting all the time. And that would definitely never result in like yeah a problem that would not result in any issues. Not, not even a little bit. So now that we've wrapped that up, thanks for taking a break with Bobby. <laughs> Myth confirmed. Uh, no. So basically, as we have talked about before in previous podcast episodes, there was a period in history where Europeans specifically really, really didn't like washing themselves. And the alternative was that you would wear linen against your skin and you would just change that. Yeah. really frequently mm -hmm. which obviously like not the best method of cleaning yourself but like still doing something to like remove yeah sweat and dirt and that kind of stuff yeah and they were sort of the world over laughed at for how yes. gross they were particularly people from the british isles because they were like the most ardent about the not actually like washing body but that's not but also that's not medieval is that's, that's what not, i was gonna say modern yep and this is my point is that that is an early modern thing because people don't start doing that until they have been well and truly traumatized devastated destroyed by recurrent outbreaks of plague i mean here's the thing people are like that's stupid why did they think that taking baths would give them the plague and then you're like i don't know man having lived through an actual pandemic now in the 21st century and we had people who were convinced that taking ivermectin was going to stop covid so like i don't know i feel like it makes sense to me that people back in the day were like yeah like half the population has died and we think it might have something to do with baths so we should stop well, doing that so like i think what what we should explain is what taking a bath in the middle ages looked like because it's not like going into your bathroom filling up a tub and yes. quietly and alone like scrubbing yourself down and like lighting a scented candle and like whatever what does taking a bath look like well to get to there we gotta go back even, oh, further, even further in time okay. to the okay. romans because you know what the romans love more than anything is okay. a bath and you know where you're taking bath the bathhouse 
Yeah. It is a public space. It's a communal space. You are spending a whole bunch of time in there. You've got the heated water. You've got the cool baths. You've got, you know, everyone's just in there. They don't have soap yet, but they're oiling themselves and then using scraping mm-hmm. uh, devices, basically, to scrape off all the dead skin and dirt. And uh, guess guess what? The Middle Ages is what happens after the Roman Empire collapses and all these bathhouses don't magically vanish. Like, everyone yeah. in an urban environment... Like, you, you are still just going to keep going to the bathhouse because that's normal. That's what you do. To where you get clean. Because it's also, yeah. like, the infrastructure of maintaining and heating large amounts of water. Yeah. That's not... Yeah. You can't just, like, to flick a little knob and the hot water comes pouring out for you. Obviously, these are all things that everybody knows. But, like, there has to be an infrastructure around that so that everyone can use it and get clean exactly and we also know that even people like even if you're not going to a bathhouse right like we do know that people were still taking baths we have illustrations from like illuminated manuscripts or other works of art that show people in their home in like smaller individual sized tubs basically and you would just have your water heated up put it into the tub get cleaned that way and there's also in the summertime again we have illustrations of people bathing in like streams and ponds and stuff right so people are bathing throughout this time and the other thing we have to remember is that bathing refers to the idea of submerging in water right so even though you might not be bathing every single day like modern people are also not bathing every single day like most of us are not taking a daily bath you're like taking a shower i take baths. yeah i love a daily bath (laughs) they are lovely but you know again we have the advantage of you turn on a switch and the hot water comes out so that tracks but we do know that much like in later periods right people still had effectively a wash stand right where you would have Mm -hmm. a pitcher of water you'd have a basin And we know from, uh, you know, various etiquette manuals and, you know, writings that people did from the time period that at at the very least, it was considered like part of being polite and like existing in polite society of any kind would have been like every morning you have to wash your face, you have to wash your hands, and you're supposed to be washing your hands before meals And in some cases, they even will stipulate, like, after you go to the bathroom, you should wash your hands. So that's also a another one, which, like, again, that doesn't mean that that's the extent of the washing they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's like, we know that this is like what's coming out of these like etiquette manuals or like basically writings about how to conduct yourself in society. You know, again, it's a question of like, people aren't necessarily writing down like, hey, you should also be washing your body in this same way, right? Because it's really only your face and hands are going to be visible. Mm -hmm. But we do know at least that there's pitchers, there's basins, and people are doing manual jobs, right? Like they are almost certainly washing other parts of their body the same way that we're seeing right up until the Victorian Edwardian period where you just have your pitcher, your basin, you're basically giving yourself a sponge bath. Yeah. Uh, we also have soap coming onto the scene by at least the ninth century, which is revolutionary. 
because now you don't have to like oil yourself up and scrape yourself down or rely on like an abrasive cloth to get everything off of you. You can actually like, you know, get, get a little bit of soapy action because it turns out that if you mix wood ash and water and uh, there's a lot of wood ash because people are burning yeah. wood to heat everything that turns into lye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you mix that with any kind of fat, like animal fats, oils, etc., that's, you have saponification, you've got soap, especially if you're a fancy person, you might even be able to get soap that has like sage or thyme or like other nice smelling, maybe some mint in there, you know, luxurious. So between that, we do know that people are putting in like a decent amount of effort to cleanliness in that sense. And there's also rules about grooming. So this is a quote from, well, a translated quote from a book from the like beginning of the 13th century. And it's coming out of England. It's probably something that would have been produced for upper classes, obviously, but like it still gives us an idea of what what, what was sort of the ideas of grooming at the time. So it's called The Book of the Civilized Man. And part of it says, your hair should be neatly styled and evenly cut. A full beard should be trimmed if it becomes shaggy. Your hands ought to be clean and your sleeves should be laced. Do not let your nails be ugly or your teeth dirty. There should be no great number of long hairs in your nostrils. (laughs) So it's a lot of like... Make sure that you've got that sharp haircut. Make sure that you're not like just letting hair grow out everywhere. We also know that, you know, they mentioned cleaning your teeth. Mm -hmm. There were different methods to clean your teeth and make sure that they weren't like, you know, getting all gross. And It's really similar to today, though, that it's mostly abrasives. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been often hazel twigs. Yeah. There was sometimes it seems like bits of wool on the end to kind of rub off yeah. whatever was on there and again we have from this time period you know we've got a thousand years of extant like combs little like little spoons basically to like scoop earwax out of your ears we've got things that would have been used to trim nails so like we know that people were caring about their appearance basically like it wasn't just i'm covered in dirt and grime and nobody mm-hmm. cares and that's just fine Again, in a lot of medical texts, they prescribe baths for things, right? So if you have, like, if you want to balance your humors, if you're too cold, you're going to want to take a warm bath. If you're too warm, like you have a fever, you should be taking a cool bath. And again, a lot of medical writing from this period does discuss, like, cleanliness as part of a healthy regimen, right? To, like, keep, right. keep your body healthy, keep your humors in balance. So why exactly does this change? What's the big problem? Basically, the Black Death happens. And after some subsequent rounds of Black Death, Mm -hmm. people are very, very suspicious of bathhouses after that point. And it's because it's kind of this combination of, number one, the heat from the baths is going to open up your body's pores. And that means that all the like yucky stuff in the air can get into your body, right? Because yeah. they're understanding that sickness can be spread through the air. It's not 
you know, germ theory by any means, but like they are observing the world and going, huh, yeah, looks like this disease can spread pretty fast. It's probably something to do with the air. I should probably try to like not leave openings in my body for this to like invade. Uh, The other thing is people do know that large groups of people congregating in one space is going to cause sickness like again we see ordinances that even shut down like large funerals at the height of the black death which is of course a big deal because normally in medieval society a funeral would be like like a big event like the whole community would come together but here it would be like nope not even for a funeral you can have immediate family basically and that's it so bathhouses get the stink eye because again it's a bunch of people all in an enclosed place like breathing each other's airs and everyone's pores are open and then the last thing is of course at the bathhouse uh everybody is either naked or scantily clad depending on the situation and a lot of the time it is a these places would double as brothels effectively or otherwise you would have people getting up to some sexpicades if you will (laughs) Naughty. And there's a big concern that both an issue of like, well, you know, this is immoral and mm-hmm. that can be destructive to society as a whole. And right. also, again, just like, again, we know that people like person to person contact seems to have some bearing on illness. So we should maybe like limit that not yeah not do that so much <laughs> yeah we, we should maybe like cool it a little bit um it's it's like when the quebec government issued the guidelines yeah uh, at the beginning yeah of oh i remember that <laughs> like try not to have sex with too many people <laughs> try to limit yourself to like one partner like please yeah. everyone stop spreading disease everywhere would be great yeah, that was hilarious, but also, like, one of the few times that the Quebec provincial government was actually doing something effective in terms of harm reduction for the pandemic, because they were like, hey, we know you guys aren't going to, like, stop breaking COVID rules in order to have sex with each other. Yeah. So just please, like, pick one. <laughs> or, like, you know... Please have, have a closed pod yeah. of people. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, so, again, a lot of the, like... This is this is another thing is that I will say during the Middle Ages, there are sometimes these like admonishments about like mm-hmm. bathing is immoral and like too much bathing is bad for you and all that kind of stuff. It seems like in most cases, that is what they are referring to. Like they yeah. are referring to going to the bathhouse to like lounge around all day in hot water and like probably have some illicit sex. Right. They're not like saying stop cleaning yourself entirely yeah so i'm interested i'm interested in like this idea that we have that like oh all people in the past are like dirty and gross and my assumption having not actually looked into this (laughs) my assumption is that this idea really comes from i mean one people being gross in the early modern period but then I feel like so much of the like pop culture ideas that we have about historical periods come from our good friends, the Victorians, 
Yes. And their moral sort of tirades against a lot of what happens in these earlier periods, especially pre-nation state, like, their strict regimented ideas about morality. I mean, a lot of it does have to do, at least from what I've read about this, these very, like... Victorian ideas of progress, right? So like yeah. the idea that society is constantly improving and getting better. Yeah. So therefore, if mm-hmm. if our society is constantly getting better and like we know that in the early modern period, people weren't washing really, right. then that means that people before then were like even more disgusting right? because progress has to be linear. Yeah. And there can be no diverging pathways. There can be no like... <laughs> hey, at this time, people were really good at X, but not so good at Y. It's like, no, 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 no. Everything was bad, and then everything got slightly better, and then they got slightly (laughs) better again. And, and like, that's basically what what the vibe is, right? Of course, that's not to say, like, all Victorians thought that way about the Middle Ages. Like, you do have the whole, like, Gothic revival, because there's this idea, Right. right, of, like, oh, no, but actually, like, the Middle Ages were very, like, you know, beautiful and like it gets like quite romanticized in this mm-hmm. way, right? And that's when you actually start seeing a lot of popularization of fairy tales and like associating fairy tales with like, ah, like medieval princess and like the castle and the towers and the whatever, right? So it's this sort of yeah. dual well, okay, the, mentality. Yeah, there's, a weird, there's a weird sanitizing of a lot of things that happens uh, in that period as well, like along with, right, like the desperate desire to revive like classical education right so like we need to look toward greece and rome but also like (laughs) you can't be gay or have illicit sex in a bathhouse obviously for victorians like that's not okay and the whole like public bathing tradition is revived in this period which i think is super funny but in this very like puritan bathing suits and separate pools and all of that kind of stuff because like obviously it like the bathhouse was this and public bathing was a big thing in these like classical societies but we can't do it like they did because they were dirty pagans yeah and it's also (laughs) just like again this idea that like we can emulate some parts of the society but that like again like we are better in every way. So we're gonna we're gonna do realistically it because way. because of progress. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think it also comes down to again, like a lot of the. I mean, we we could have a whole a whole discussion about Victorian cleanliness and all that, but like, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. also tied in right to a lot of the like newer products that are coming out, like especially in the later Victorian period, right, where you start getting this idea of like, oh, like you need to like use. Listerine because you yeah. smell right you or like Lysol your entire body yeah and like you know the concept of like oh like you smell like a human disgusting like we have like products that can make you not smell yeah again like we live in the modern world everyone is out here using like some form of deodorant or antiperspirant nowadays but it's like in the early Victorian era, right? Like that doesn't exist yet. So that's this like big transition period for them where it's like, oh, there's all these like new ideas about what it means to be clean. Like it's not enough to be, to like have washed yourself. To be visibly clean. Yeah. And to, you can't have anything 
any sort of like sensation that reflects that you are actually a, a physical working body. Yeah. 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 So like the people in the Middle Ages would be bathing regularly and washing regularly, but they probably would still smell like humans. <laughs> yeah, like they're definitely not putting Lysol in any of their orifices. So <laughs> those are some of the most horrific ads I've ever seen in my life. From the what is it? Is it the thirties where they're like your husband doesn't want to have sex with you because yes. you haven't bleached your vagina? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I was trying to keep it i was no, trying not to say the word it's gonna do it that's that's out there now <laughs> but uh yeah so well thanks for taking a break i feel uh like i should go take a bath now gonna go douse my entire body in listerine <laughs> don't do that your microbiome <laughs> uh, okay all right well i'll see you next time Thanks for taking a break with Baba Yaga. Thank you. This Baba Yaga break time was brought to you by Patreon supporters just like you. Follow us at Baba Yaga Project on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.